Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Welcome back. Episode 99, Hebrew Congregation of Houston. 99. Wow. We've been doing this for a while now, a couple years. And so we know on our 100th episode next week, we're going to pull two names. If you've ever given me your email address, if you get it weekly, you'll know because I've been sending you the link weekly to join us. Your name will be in there for $100. There'll be two people that we're drawing just as a, a thank you for joining us and logging on. So it's not too late. Go ahead and leave your email address. Go ahead and share the episode. Um, go ahead and leave any comments. Every Saturday we'll be here. So next week is special because it's our 100th episode. Okay. And so we're going to uh, start off with the song today. Uh, Brother Dismute would like for us to play this song. It's a special song for him. And then we'll go into our health is our wealth because we don't have our health. We don't have anything. So we have Sister Lisa's going to do our health is our wealth. And we're looking forward to that. We know our word is coming from our one and only Rabbi Avshalom. Okay. So we'll go ahead and play a song for you really quick. We do not own any rights to the music. Thank you. 
Today's a special day. If you've been following us, today is Shabbat. So Shabbat starts started at 6 p.m. and it goes on till June 6. And we've told you like last week that Shabbat is when Moses he got the commandments on Mount Sinai. And so a lot of times we'll read scriptures, and some people don't read scriptures all night. I know Rabbi he's going to talk about it, but it's recognizing our feast days. And so these are the days we need to be recognizing. Uh, these are the days when we recognize them. We have breakthroughs. It changes your life. You get connected. And so if you want to change something, if you want to get into the real holidays and feast days we're supposed to be celebrating, we're giving them to you and it'll change your life. And then you'll start investigating and reading it. And then when you read what you're showing yourself approved and you become more connected, connected to, to Yahweh, to the Holy Spirit. And so uh, that's what we've been teaching. A lot of times they eat cheesecake. Why? Because our promises, the milk and honey, the promises hasn't gone anywhere. We still going to get the milk and honey. Believe and trust. And so we know, um, speaking of milk and honey, health as well. Akota Lisa, you can go ahead and take it over. And I know that uh, my daughter-in-law, she said she really looks forward to it. A lot of people look forward to the health and wealth. A lot of things that they don't know. And so uh, we look forward to having the health as our wealth. All right, you've given me the screen, control of the screen? Yes, ma'am. Okay, great. I'm gonna share my screen with you guys. And it is such a pleasure to be here today. Um, I hope that you all are all well, getting better, feeling better. Uh, can you hear me okay? Yes, we can hear you when we do see your screen. All right, great, great, great. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna be brief and uh, I just want to suggest to you to watch these videos that are posted here today. I have six. One we've already talked about, and that was the water. We talked about it a little while back, uh, the cautions of how to drink water, what to do, uh, what type of water to drink and all of that. But my next one talks about uh, avoiding these seven foods that could kill you. And some of these are, um, uncooked red kidney beans. And I'm not talking about the ones in the can. I'm talking about ones that you soak and prepare to, uh, to uh, add to a dish. If they're undercooked, they could possibly kill you. And the link is there. You can see it right there um, of, of how to find out more information. Others are green, raw almonds and cashews um, and some other foods, some uh, nutmeg, he said, um, 
the gentleman's name that presents this is Dr. Berg. And you can find him on uh, YouTube. He has a host of, um, and all of these links are from his shows. But he gave the example of a little boy that had eaten two whole nutmegs and he passed away. He died from that. So we're not talking about the, the kind that you have in the pantry. That's you're going to season your food with. But just eating whole nutmeg is very, very dangerous. The next link um, is 10 fake foods that uh, you may never eat again. And in this uh, link, in this video, he talks about uh, Parmesan cheese. And they sell that in the store. You guys have made various dishes with it, but it's not really from Parma, Italy. And so there is, uh, there could be, uh, it could be illegal to sell it here in the United States, the way it's processed. Also, um, there are some other foods he talks about um, on that video. Uh, be aware, and he suggests that um, you get a, a better grade of um, Parmesan cheese. Also, he talks about um, fake steak. I had never heard of that before, fake steak. Wow. And you can see that it's different if it has the white running through it. But I'm going to ask that you watch the video so that he can explain to you how to tell the difference between real steak and fake steak. He also mentioned about um, uh, crab sticks, and he calls them the hot dogs of the sea. They're not the real crab sticks that you think um, that you're getting. They're processed and um, flavored for you just for that reason for you to uh, mm -hmm. take to, to enjoy them. And so on my next one, I'm going to click. Yeah, I've heard of the, the fake crab meat, but I've never heard of fake steak. So I'm definitely going to be looking yeah. at Yeah, check that one out. It's a very good uh, uh, and interesting uh, video to watch. He also talks about the olive oil scam that you need to know about. And there's the link for it. In that, he talks about how to look for olive oil, if it, if you can, if you can afford it, if you have access to it, he suggests that you order it from a reputable source because it should smell nutty and peppery. It should uh, be a greenish color and a grassy taste to it. So uh, he gives the, uh, um, the implements or the uh, different things that you should look for when buying olive oil. And, um, he suggests or is pictured in his video, a type of olive oil that is recommended. You may be able to get it, you may not. I don't know where he purchased this from, but it's called L-A-U-D-E-M-I-O. Laudemayo, I believe that's how it's pronounced. Mm -hmm. And he says, if you can get your olive oil from a reputable source. And then on this one, we're talking about GMO foods. And he speaks uh, very intelligently about GMO foods and what GMO foods are or is, is um, foods that have been gen not genetically modified, but material uh, that's placed in the food to make it modified, okay? And he gives a very good description of what um, those foods are and how to tell the difference from them. 
And my last for GMO is genetically modified organism. Okay. okay. But what he says about the GMO is that it is um, by what they're labeling GMO now is they're changing it. And it's called bioengineered um, elements, I believe it is, bioengineering food. And so what he says is it contains detectable genetic material that has been modified. Oh, okay. So the, the, um, the USDA is uh, cracking down on that. And so now what they've done is um, change the name so that you're not really paying attention to it. And so our last one, the video that I'm gonna talk about is female bladder leakage. And this does not just pertain to women. It's also men. Men have leaking um, bladders that leak as well. And he also tells what causes it, how to prevent it, what things you can do uh, uh, by way of medicine and naturally. And it's a very good and very interesting uh, video to watch and to learn from. And with that said, that is the end of my talk. <laughs> so I'm gonna stop my share and um, let you have control of that again, or you can take control of that. Thank you so much, our first lady. You're looking beautiful today. Thank you so much, pretty lady. <laughs> and so that information is very helpful. And I am going to be looking at those sites because that's very concerning. I mean, what could take the place of a stake? That's that's very that's on my mind. So I'm gonna definitely be clicking on that and looking. And I didn't know the olive oil. I always thought olive oil, you can't really scam that either. And so I'll and also, if you uh, are on Facebook, Facebook is now running an ad about the types of olive oil as well, whether they should be in glass or if they should be a dark color or in plastic or, or whatever you can get them in. So just be aware. And it's funny that you say the green because they're always in the green bottle. So you really can't tell what color it is. Come to think of it, when I buy it, it's always in a, in a green shaded bottle. Mm -hmm. And then when you say about the cheese, there's that guy on... Um, CNN and he has the Italian show and he's gone to Italy and they talk about the cheese not being real here. So I've heard them say that while he's in Italy, he travels around and eat all the foods. Oh I yeah, I remember that show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he still has it going on too. Yeah, he's so. All right, anybody have any questions for Coda Lisa? Uh, not a question, I have a comment. Um, so I was at my graduation practice today for our eighth graders. And I was talking to one of the parents and she was laying out to me um, how her son was allergic to GMOs. And she was saying that uh, they had no idea, they couldn't figure out what was going on, uh, but GMOs are literally swelling up his insides and got to a point where he couldn't even breathe anymore. Um, and so she was just saying like, it's so important to stay away from these GMOs. And she was like, even if you're not allergic to that extent, it's doing so much to our body. But I mean, to the point where it literally can kill some folks uh, if you don't know any better. And so I just wanna tell you, I appreciate you sis for bringing this information to us. And I'm definitely starting to look at my food and just, especially when you order out, Chinese restaurants got a lot of GMOs, things like that. Um, and so I'm starting to look at my food more and more and make sure to stay away from that. If not just for me, for my family and my baby, especially. Exactly. I mean, they're not giving us food anymore. And that's another way of uh, genocide. That's another way of killing us. They're giving us fake food. You know, watch that uh, video that I put the link to uh, fake foods. 
You know, you'd be surprised the list that he has. I think he has 10 fake foods that, you know, we grab off the shelf every day. Yeah. But they're not real. And I was surprised how he said about the steak, you know, how they manufactured the steak. I'm thinking it comes off cow, just like everybody else. But no, they manufacture it and process it differently. So just be aware. I'm glad that you're paying attention. That's the one thing. If I don't, you know, if you don't say anything about any of these videos, as long as you're paying attention and take heed and put it into practice. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, and we see these impossible meats and impossible burgers now. We see how easily they can modify this stuff, make it look like meat, and you'll never even know. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's out there. But um, I was going to say one more thing. Uh, but yeah, that GMO thing really got to me. If I remember it, I'll, I'll say it later. But uh, thank you again for that. Thank you. Amen. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it brought to my remembrance of when I was working in uh, North Dakota, up in the mid, you know, up in the bread basket. And I would see on the side of the road sometimes these plots of land that were designated for cer certain experiments. So they were actually experimenting with the food and you could actually see them do it. But if you don't pay attention to it or you don't know what they're doing, you know, you don't just drive by it. Because I just drove by and look, I said, well, I wonder what they're doing with that, you know, and it'd be corn and all kinds of different, you know, vegetables that oh. they were growing inside that area. And they would label it too. You know, they'd have a sign up saying this is University of such and such or some chemical company, or, you know, Dow or whoever it was, and they would have it. So, you know, and we just don't pay attention to it, you know, but now we are, we're paying attention now. Yeah. And speaking of Italy, when I was in Italy, yeah, the food is different there. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's very it's different. Tastes different. I like, that's yeah. why I like watching that show because he's, they're talking about that and they have the farms and, and all the, the, the sheep and different things and how they're processing these cheeses. I was watching it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. And so I was just talking the other day about how a lot of uh, foreigners that come into the United States, they spray our fields. They, a lot of times they'll get those planes. That's the jobs they get a lot of times when they come in is healthcare and spraying the fields, getting the planes. And so with all this warfare going on and stuff, we really have to be careful. And so I'm really uh, going to look at that uh, garden when I get back home, because it's just too, it's a whole lot going on. Yeah. And so I, the, I, yeah. the main thing that can attack us, what is our food source? Yeah. If we can't get, if they can't shoot us and they're definitely doing that, then they know we got to eat. Yeah. Right. It's that simple. It's all by design. Exactly. I mean, I mean, the, I mean, the fact that we even need an organic aisle, the fact that we even have this separate food card organic is ridiculous because it's like, well, what is everything else in organic? <laughs> like, it doesn't even right. make sense. Exactly. Um, and, you know, exactly. us coming from, uh, you know, traditionally poor communities, we are so hesitant to buy organic because of the cost of it. Uh, but what I'm learning is you go to these farmer markets, you can find this stuff for cheaper than you find it at the supermarket, even the, it, the stuff that's not organic. So it's just a matter of just changing a few habits is what I'm seeing here slowly. Um, and it makes all the difference. Yeah, it does. And, it, and usually when you go to the Whole Foods, I mean, not Whole Foods, but the uh, outdoor air markets, they're the ones that grew it, okay? Mm -hmm. So they know what's in their product. They know they want a return customer. So they're going to provide the best for you. Yeah. And so it's, it tastes different. It's much more wholesome. Uh, it's better for your body. Uh, the uh, FDA is not concerned with you. Okay, they're concerned with the green, okay, the green part, what you can spend on. So uh, we have to be more uh, wise um, and take in 
the information. Yeah, you know, people have said, okay, that costs too much. Well, what are you spending your money on? All the processed sugars and things like that, cereals and whatnot for your kids, that cost. I saw a box of cereal for $6. No, not for cereal. No, but we have to be choicy. We spend the best on our clothes. We spend the best on our homes. We spend the best on everything else. Why not spend the best on this body that you've been given? This only temple, you only get one. Amen. You take care of it. Amen. Make sure you appreciate the people from Demona. They were on the something. Yeah, for sure. We went there. It was amazing to see how they ate. They were all vegan and they all knew where their food was sourced from. It was amazing to see how they ate. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it doesn't take a whole lot. If you go there, it doesn't take a whole lot to have a garden. And so, um, and my grandmother, Ethel, who I'm named after, she would have a garden and can her foods and can her soups. And I wish I would have learned these things. You know, we hard headed, stiff neck people don't want to be grown, didn't learn these things. So I'm going to go ahead and learn it. Right. There is YouTube now. <laughs> yeah, YouTube University. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Same here. Um, Sister Easter, I definitely like, we're doing it now, but I just like, and, and my mom always says I must have picked up my grandmother's green thumb because even though I never did it, I'm somehow just figuring it out. Yeah. But um, I certainly have those days where I'm like, I wish I should have, you know, been asking my grandmother more questions because I, I believe I told you guys when she does, there's no place that she lives where she doesn't make a garden. That's right. Like she came to live with us in, in New York and in the back, they had to build her concrete places and put dirt there so she could build because she's going to build a garden. That's she just good. always does. And I went to St. Lucia to go see her um, a few years ago and she had, she was only there for like a few months. She had a garden. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Smart. My mother said the same thing about They didn't have college degrees. They didn't have all that. Very smart. Living off the land. Right, right. Yes, see, yes. my and mother said the, the same thing about me. Uh, I took up my grandmother's green thumb. I, I will plant anything. I don't care. I will plant anything. But uh, my husband, my ish, he had, his father had a beautiful garden. Now, I wish I had learned from him, you know, how to plant, how to turn the soil, how to do this, how to rotate, how to do all yes, that. But I yes. will learn. And I've got cans. Uh, jars already in storage. I'm like, oh, I need them now, you know, but I will. I will. Amen. So it's time for our other food, the word of God. Uh, we thank Rabbi Offshalom for coming on. Now, originally, and I'm going to say this because we're coming up on our 100th episode, uh, Minister Griff and I, we had, had started this and then um, he had to go back to school. He's a teacher. And then uh, Rabbi Offshalom through the grace of Yahweh, I was connected with him. And I said, can you do this for a little while? And then I said, he said, well, how long is a little while? And I said, like forever. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. Uh, thank God for him. He's been diligent. Uh, he and Akota Lisa has been coming on every week. We love you too. And we thank you so much. We thank everybody that's on here uh, for being a part of this. And um I know next week, Easter, keeping real, I'm going to do my why. And I've been why, like, my why, my why, why am I doing this? Why, why is this? We're doing it out of love. That's the that main thing. Because we, we love you all and we want our people to get the word. We want our people to learn. Who? The Hebrew, the Hebrew Israelite. Okay? And so uh, that being said, uh, our parish, 
was uh, Numbers 1 through 4 up to verse 20. The new parasha is going to be Numbers 4, uh, that's chapter 4, verse 21 up to chapter 7, verse 89. So that's going to be the new parasha. So you want to read these parashas every week with us. Uh, thank you so much, Rabbi Al Shalom. You have the screen. We love you and your beautiful grandbaby right there. <laughs> All right. Shalom, everyone. You see, I've got a hands full here. So. <laughs> Do you well, need the screen? Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. So I'm going to I'm going to share the screen um cuz what I'm I'm going to come straight out of the the word because instead of doing the the normal parashah usually this week we would uh on the other side they would do the the book of Ruth, right? They recommend the book of Ruth and they do this as a tradition. But um, I'm Betty Israel, right? We're the house of Israel. So we're doing number, we're doing uh, the book of Exodus, okay? Uh, chapter 19, which deals with the season, Shavuot, okay? And so we will hit the book of um, Exodus, maybe book of Numbers chapter 11, verse 29, which is important because we're going to look at Acts chapter two, which deals with Pentecost, okay? Um, so we're unique in that respect uh, because we're not, again, we're not following everybody else. We're doing it according to what the scripture says um, because the book of Ruth is not talking about receiving the 10 commandments, you know, the, the well, the 10 words and it's not talking about receiving the Holy Spirit and operating uh, as uh, as prophets, right? So when you receive the Holy Spirit uh, in that context with with the uh, children of Israel and Moshe Rabbeinu and and the the elders, they were prophesying, or in other words, they were uh, uh, glorifying our Father, Avinu Shabbat Shalom. So uh, let's turn if you. If you're seeing my screen now, you should be seeing Exodus yes, chapter we, 19. Yes, we see it. All right, so I've expanded my page a little bit. All right, so Baruch Ata Adonai Elohim Melechalam Asher Kishanu Visuzano Visuzano Al Divrei Torah Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the Universe, who commanded us to study the Torah. Okay, so tonight we're preparing for not only uh, uh, Shavuot, which is on Sunday morning, or we call it Yom Rishon, the first day of the week, Yom Rishon, day one of the week, all right? So tonight is a Rev Tov, Shabbat night is, uh, this Shabbat night is a Rev Tov, okay? By the way, Shavuot is, is set so that it is not a particular day, but it is, a, it is based upon the counting, right, of the weeks. We call it the Feast of Weeks. And so it's going to always fall Sivon 5 or 6. It's going to be one of those two days, depending on how they uh, see the moon for Pesach, right? Because remember, after Pesach, we begin to do the count. Now, here, there's a switch to the catch to that, too. There is a catch to that because at Beta Israel, the Ethiopians, right, when they 
start the count, it's actually a week later than the European Orthodox Canazine Jews do, right? So theirs is going to actually fall on the 12th, right? A whole week later. That's actually ours, right? Beta Israel, where I was, uh, Shemi come through. Uh, so, but we're, we're doing it this way. You can do it both. You can do both, or you can just, you know, stay with, uh, we have a choice. We can do it either way. So I'm just staying with the mate, with, with the uh, Europeans because that's where we're living right now. Once we're in the land with Beta Israel, I'll do it with Beta Israel as they do. Okay. And, and they'll offer up the two breads and they'll offer up, you know, make the offerings at that time. Um, so we're not looking at the book of Ruth, we're looking at Exodus chapter 19. And uh, again, according to our custom and according to the word. So it, it begins with this chapter with Moshe Rabino going and speaking to the father. Now, the thing about this is it, it's also ratifying um, uh, our, our contract agreement because there's a verbal acceptance in this chapter. Is this a, this, so this is important for us, right? Understanding this chapter 19, chapter 20, because chapter 20 is actually the 10 words, okay? Or as they call it, the, the 10 commandments, but it's the 10 words because the 10 words, the 613 commandments are based upon the 10 words, okay? Uh, how we break them down and, and deal with certain circumstances or the different circumstances in our nation, in our communities and in our homes, okay? So as uh, Moshe Rabino goes up to speak to uh, our father, he says in verse nine, well, let me go ahead to verse one. It says in the third month, right? So again, when you start the count in verse in, in, in month one, by the time you get to the 50th day, because you're looking at the 15th day of the month, Pesach, right? And then you start doing your count at the end after the, the day after, which is like the 16th of the month, and you start counting your 50 days. So that throws you into the third month, the month of Sivan, right? And uh, that's what happens. And every year, again, it moves up and back depending upon where the moon is. Okay? So in that third month, when the children of Israel were gone forth out of the land of the captivity or out of Mitzrayim or Egypt, the same day they came into the wilderness of Sinai. And by the way, Sinai is not the tallest mountain. If you talk to the Kenyans uh, uh, and, and people, they'll talk about how tall is the largest mountain. But actually, in actuality, it's not the largest mountain. Okay, it's it's not uh, where they receive the commandments. Okay, it's not the tallest mountain, not the largest mountain, according to the teachings. All right, I haven't seen the mountain, so I can't see it. Okay, but I can only go by what I've been taught. Okay, and what I read in the different uh, commentaries. It says, for they were departed from the Rephidim and were come to the desert of Sinai, and had pitched in the wilderness, and there Israel camped before the mount, okay? Again, like I said, in Kenya, you'll hear some of the people in Kenya say, this is Mount Zion, right? I live at the base of Mount Zion, all right? So that's that's a whole different story, all right? And uh, that's okay, you can call it Zion if you want to, but the father knows where it is and he left us clues and keys up to where it is, okay? 
So it says in verse three, it says, thus shall thou say to the house of Jacob and tell the children of Israel, there are no Jews there. Jews came later, right? In what book? Book of Esther. Let's start talking about when they became Jews. So at this time, at the foundation, we know that it is Jacob. And he says, and, and again, he's just, it's a play on words because he says Jacob and, and the children of Israel, right? So it's the same person and the same people, okay? It's the same people, right? And then it goes on to say, um, and I'm not going to read every verse because of, of time. And again, because I want to go to the, the Brit Hadashah and some other things. But you, you can read this, you know, started at chapter 19 and, and chapters 20 and get more background. And if you want even more background, go to the book, uh, the Sefer, and, and, and read in the Book of Jubilees and, and Kono or Enoch and get more background of what's actually going on in the land with the people, okay, historically. So it says, verse five, now therefore, if you will obey my voice, indeed, these, these are the things, this is what happens. The key to the covenant is, it says, if you will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, all right? This is important for us. We have to understand the covenant. This is why we keep Sabbath. This is why we do the things that we do. That's why we, we remind us at times of this, like this season that we're in, we, we, we go back and remind ourselves and, and go back and, and see uh, what our contract agreement is about and what our nation is about, okay? They say, you shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people for all the earth is mine he says you know and if all the earth is his and we are a peculiar people we are his children then the earth actually belongs to us in other words we are stewards of our father's creation okay we are the stewards of the earth we have to accept that responsibility if you're going to remain in the covenant or the contract agreement and you'll be going to be called the children of Israel, those that are going to the Father, those that are going to the power, okay? And you shall be unto me a kingdom of priests. What does that indicate? That means you're going to present offerings to the Father, spiritual sacrifices. We do it three times a day, our spiritual sacrifice, reveal, remembering that we are his priests, and we present sacrifices every day. The minimum is two. There's no maximum. It says you should pray always. We should pray always and in all things, it says. Okay. So you're a kingdom of priests and a holy nation, a set-apart nation. Okay. Gedoshim. We are a holy, we are a set-apart nation. Again, nation. As a people, we are a, a nation responsible for stewardship of the earth and presenting offerings, spiritual offerings to the Father on behalf of all the creation, okay? That's our duty as his children. He says, these are the words which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. There are no Jews present. I keep emphasizing that. There are no Jews present. And that's not to strike on anyone, but it's to to put things in proper perspective, to keep uh -huh. things in proper perspective. It was the children of Israel 
Judaism came later, all right? And it is a religion. Judaism is a religion. Children of Israel have a, is a national uh, allegiance to the father. It's about a contract agreement with the father. It is not a religion. No matter what people tell you, we are not a religion, all right? We are a nation and we are a nation of people that belong to the father. We are, as we say, we are his children, uh -huh. his firstborn. Uh -huh. Okay, we are his children. We are his firstborn as a people, as a nation. Okay, so we should emulate, we should look like our father. That's what he's saying. If he said, I'm your father, then we, we're to emulate him and we're to act like him. And to, when people see us, they should see the father in us. Doesn't that sound familiar? See? Somebody gave us an example of how we're supposed to live and look like our father. When people see us, they should see the father in us. Uh, earlier, uh, Isa said, your granddaughter looks like you. That's the way they should, people should say when they look at us. You look like your father. You look like the power. You act like the power. That's what people should be saying about us. Do they say that today? Think about that. Think about that. Okay. He says, and all the people answered together. Here we go. Contract agreement right here. And all the people answered together, said, all that the Lord has spoken, we will do. This is, we are entered into this contract agreement. And with that, when we said that, we get the blessings and then we, the curses on the other side. Okay. That it talks about later on in Leviticus and talks about again in Deuteronomy. So he says, all that the Lord has said, has spoken, we will do. And Moses returned the words of the, uh, of the people unto the Lord. Well, the Lord already knew it, but he went, that's, this, this, is, this is what we call in closeness, in relationship. That's why it says, and Moses went in the, and talked to him because this in the spiritual realm, this is closeness of relationship. That's why the father said to Adam in the garden, well, Adam, where, why are you hiding from me? This is showing closeness of relationship because they're going to be an offering. There's going to be offering acceptance. There's going to be give and receive. That's when it takes place. And when we pray, it's the same thing. It represents closeness of proximity. When we pray, that's what it does in the spiritual realm. It takes a natural man and puts him in a pro close proximity spiritually to the Father. So when you're praying, you have to understand and know that you're standing before your father, a being of the Shabbat Shammai, and he is present with you. This is closeness of relationship in your prayer. All of this comes out of this. All of this is coming out of this, 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 this Sinai teaching, this Shiva old teaching. It's important because in that, if you don't, if you can't accept this, if you can't receive this, how can you operate in the spirit? Which we are celebrating the, recept, the receiving of at this time. This reminds us that at this time, there was a spiritual thing that took place. Heaven and earth came together at this place. The children of God met with their father at this place and had a dialogue, closeness of, of proximity, okay, in this relationship. And that's why, as we read on, you'll see what, what the sounds and things. It says, it says, and the Lord spoke and said to Moses, Lord, I come unto thee in a thick cloud that the people may hear when I speak 
with thee, with you, and believe you forever. So this is to, again, bring it into, into reality and fruition that Moses is my prophet. He is my spokesman on earth. And so I'm going to allow the people to hear it, my voice, and experientially experience the closeness <coughs> that actually takes place in the spiritual realm when you pray, when you enter into the court, the holy court, or when you enter into the sanctuary that he has established his name there. Right now, the, 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 the temple is gone, right? But in our prayer, in our spiritual body, in our body, in our natural bodies, which are clear or vessels or temples of the Holy Spirit, if we can receive that, and if we will, again, as I said, if we will obey the command and walk in them, then we are his vessels and we are his temples and we're able to come close to him, okay? All men, all men can come close to the Father. All it takes is a, is a heart and a mindset to do it and a desire to do it and everyone can do it. But we are the examples of how to do it. We are to show people how they can be close to the Father, okay, spiritually. Now, I'm going to go down. It says, verse 16, and it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunders and lightnings, a thick cloud upon the mount, and the voice of the trumpet exceedingly loud so that all the people that was in the camp trembled. So he, again, this is the anthropomorphism. This is for us, okay? Now, don't think that Moses is actually in the presence of the, the, the father. He has sent down um, his messenger from Moses couldn't stand it to be actually at the presence in what we call this, the, the higher heavens into the, the iron salt or into the to nothingness, Moses wouldn't be able to stand it because, well, he could go, but he'd have to cover his face, right? He'd have to be covered. He'd have to be shielded because it's too much power. It's kind of, if you know anything about a slug, you know, and they say you put salt on the slug and explode and kill it, that's, that's where we would be. You know, it just sucked the life right out of us. Too much power. Mm -hmm. and, and, and if you read the prophets, you notice that even in their visions, being in the presence of the, in the spiritual realm, in their visions, they lose all their strength. Mm -hmm. They can't, they can't take it. You just, it's just too much. And, and, and actually being in ministry and standing for the, before the people. And, and when the anointing comes on after my, my experience has been when I've done, I'm exhausted, man, I'm tired. My body's worn out. You know, when, and, and it's not that long, 45 minutes, you know, 20 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever the time there is, man, by the time it's like you worked an eight hour day, you know, and then when the anointing, you relieve yourself, the anointing is still there, right? Mm -hmm. But the cloud, it's like the cloud is lifted, you know, mm -hmm. the cloud lifts up, right? That's, that, that means that you've left the, you've moved away from the closeness of presence. That, that's all those clouds represent. All these thunderings and lightnings and things that it talks about in scripture in the spiritual realm is showing you what it, it, it's giving you a an earthly example of what is actually happening in the spiritual realm with Moses and the children of Israel. Okay, and it happens with us today. Okay, so now it goes on. 
Um, I'm going to chapter 20 now. Chapter 20, is, it says, and God spoke all these words saying, I am the Lord your God. So he goes into the, again, the 10 words, all right? That's what's happening there. He's going into the 10 words and he's speaking to the children of Israel, telling us how we're to operate as a nation in the midst of other nations. No matter where we are, these are the things that we're to follow. And this is, and from this, we get the 613 commands that are for our nation, all right? So this chapter 19, chapter 20, right? And here, right, is the receiving of the law with this Shavuot. Now, what's the difference between Shavuot and, as we say in the book of Acts, Pentecost? What is the difference, right? The difference is here they're on stone tablets, right? But there's even more to it. He has a stone tablet, but for as many as could receive it at that time and would receive it, it was placed in their heart. And that's what happened with Joshua. That's what happens with Moses. And that's what happens with the priests and the elders that are there with him. How do I know that this is what happened with the elders? Because I'll go to, to Numbers. I'm going to show you what happens in, in, to the elders when they come into close proximity. And, to, uh, and not just those. These are the ones they chose to talk about, all right? But this is what happened when the people, okay, uh, get close. I gotta go to 11 and go to 29, 26, 11 and 26. This is Numbers chapter 26, okay? And this, think about this happening with the children of Israel. It says, but there remained two of the men in the camp Wait a minute, let me go back up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I have to give you the closest numbers, numbers chapter 11, verse 26. Because I know, yeah, we we're gonna go back to 25 though. Okay. Yeah, so we'll numbers go to chapter 11, verse 25. 11, go 25, ahead. right? Mm -hmm. We we'll go there, all right? It says, And the Lord came down in a cloud. Remember what I say when you see things like that, that's representing closeness of proximity in the spiritual realm of what is happening in the earth. Okay, this is prayer, this is meditation, this is prophetical vision. This is what's going on, okay? And he said, and spoke to him uh, and took of the spirit that was upon him and gave it unto the 70 elders. Uh, and it came to pass that when the spirit rested upon them, they prophesied and did not cease. This is what happens in Pentecost. Mm -hmm. But we see it happening first amongst what the elders of Israel, all right? Again, the Lord came down in the cloud, close as a proximity, prayer. This is doing prayer, sir. This is doing a time of, of, of desiring and seeking the Lord, okay? He spoke unto him and took of the spirit that was on his anointing. Moshe Rabbeinu was acting as Mashiach, operating in the authority that he had. That's Mashiach, okay? And he gave it unto the 70. So it's, again, the anointing can be what? As we say, you can put it on other people, right? You can bestow it upon other people. When you pray for somebody to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, guess what you're doing? 
you see. You transfer it. It's a transfer. That means it has to be close to the proximity in the spiritual realm. We do it in the natural realm, but in the spirit, you know, you could be across the country and pray for somebody and that 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 anoint in the spiritual realm closest to proximity is just like the cloud coming down. No matter where you are and where, if you're talking to someone and they're desiring to, re to receive the spirit and you speak to them and they can receive it, at that time, the cloud comes down. There's a closest of proximity, though you're in different countries or in different states, different cities. It's the same thing. In the spiritual realm, there is no distance as far as bowels and, and things of that nature. In the spiritual realm, it's only a desire of the heart. These are spiritual matters, okay? And he gave it to the 70 elders, and it came to pass that when the spirit rested upon them, they prophesied and did not cease. Now, here we go. He says, but there are many two of the men in the camp. The name of the two were Aldad, and the name of the other was Madad, and the spirit rested upon them, and they were of them that were written, but went not out unto the tabernacle, and they prophesied in the camp. So they were, they were, it's like some people when they receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, they just don't want to stop. So it was so good to them in the spirit. They just gonna, they just want to just keep glorifying the Father and talking wonderful things, speaking wonderful things, blessing the name of the Father. They're prophesying. Okay. That's what they're doing. Okay. And so uh, and it says, I'm gonna skip down to 29. And Moses said unto him, uh, no, let me go. I gotta read this. It says, and there ran a young man and told Moses and said, I'll die. And Medad do prophesy in the camp. They're operating as prophets. They're prophesying. They were not prophets, but they were prophesying. You can prophesy and not be a prophet. That lets you know that you can do it. Okay, he says, and Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of Moses, one of his young men, lets you know that there are more young men available that they were there that were anxious to know. He said, answered and said, my Lord Moses would forbid them. And he said, and Moses said to him, envious thou for my sake? He said, you, you look, wait a minute. You know, no, no, no. He said, would God that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord would put his spirit upon them? Here we go. This is kind of like a, a glimpse into what's going to happen at Pentecost in the book of Acts. See, it's kind of like that. And remember, Yeshua had the same experience when the people said, hey, there's men out there uh, healing people in your name, prophets in your name. He said, hey, I would that all. He said, those that are with us are not against us. You know? So it's the same thing Moses said, Yeshua said. Why? Because it's the same spirit operating in both of them. And that same spirit operates in you if you can receive that. If you're willing to obey, to be obedient and trust, okay? So let's go over to the book of Acts, okay? Uh, chapter two. And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty close now. It's already, you know, we're doing pretty good, all right? So let's go over here. That's one of the, the, the blessings I have. I can go from the old chapter and I can go to the new. A lot of people are scared to go. A lot of rabbis are scared to go to the New Testament, <laughs> the renewed covenant. Afraid to go with it because they're afraid to go uh, it's going to affect them they want to convert. That's good. <laughs> they want to accept the Yeshua. That's good for them. That'd be good for them. Accept <laughs> him. And, and maybe and maybe you begin to flow in the anointing and stop doing a lot of traditional stuff that really don't save you. you know? 
I'm going to get myself in trouble. Brother Jerry, that's you getting me in trouble. I'm, I'm putting this on you, Brother Jerry. Not, not when it comes to talking about Jesus. <laughs> Our high trouble. priest. <laughs> get me tarred and feathered out. <laughs> I'm going to blame you. It's okay. Uh, all right. Okay. So chapter two of Acts. Again, this is the season in every church, especially this Yom Rishon, which is Sunday, right? You should be talking about Pentecost. They should be talking. I know my niece's ministry up in Michigan, they're talking, they're having Pentecost. They're a holiness church. So they're going to be having Pentecost. They have a Pentecostal service celebrating the, the Feast of Pentecost. See, now who can argue with that? You know, who can argue with that? All right. So it says, and, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. It's kind of like they were right there on Mount Sinai. They were in Jerusalem, right? They were there. So they, you know, they're right there in the place, right? And, and see, that's the thing. We, we need to be as a nation on one accord. But we're not on one accord. We should be. If we get operating in the spirit, we can become a nation on one accord. He says, suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing and mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. See, this is that closeness that it talks about back in, 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 in uh, Exodus and in the book of Numbers. That, that's when the, the spirit, that, that telling you that the heavenly realm has come down and is meeting with you in the earthly realm. This is where the, the, the two meet. There's unity and there's obedience because they were, remember, they were told to wait until they received the promise just up in the, in the chapter one. Wait till you receive the promise. So they were obeying the command. Just like the children of Israel were obeying the command that Moshe Rabbeinu gave to them. That on the third day, you all got to get ready. got to get washed up. You got to get cleaned up, change your clothes, you know, and get ready because this is going to happen. And they did that. It's the same thing at Pentecost. They were told what to do and they did it. They were operating in one accord. In other words, they were hard. They were one in unified, in unity, okay? And then that closeness of heaven's coming down is the sound of the wind. And I've experienced that myself, the shaking of the house and the loud noise and like a freight train coming or, or a tornado coming through. And there was no tornado, but it was the close proximity of the kingdom of, of, of heaven coming to earth, all right? The spiritual realm touching in the earthly realm, okay? And it's powerful. It's a, it's a wonderful experience, okay? It changed your life forever, all right? And there appeared unto them clothing tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon them, each of them. They were so, they, they were in prayer, in tune. This is what can happen for us if we did our prayer services in unity, right? In fervency of spirit and heart. And you know, people, we, we hear people say the, the spirit was high today. You know, it was so high today. You know, people were getting delivered, people were crying, and you know, this is what happens. Okay, it happens. And it has nothing to do with your traditions or your customs. It has something to do with your belief and the oneness being hard with the Father. Okay, 
All right. So it says, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost or Ruach Hodesh, and began to speak in other with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. What they were doing is prophesying in different languages. Okay. It says, and, and there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews. Now we can have Jews. Okay. Now we got Jews. Now we got, we've got Jews after the book of what, Esther and the people from all the different nations who had heard about the power and seen the power and experienced the power of Vino Shabbat Shamin, they converted and became named, known as Jews. And they're in Jerusalem because they're, they've taken on this, this, this covenant. They've taken on the covenant and now they're called Jews and they're there in Jerusalem. For what purpose are they in Jerusalem? We know that they were there for Shavuot. The Greeks call it Pentecost. But for the Israelite, it's called Shavuot. Okay. For the Jew, it's called Shavuot. Okay. For the Greeks, it's called Pentecost. But for the Hebrews and, you know, the Yemenites and, and, and all the Mizrakis and, and all these, it's called Shavuot. Okay. So the, they were there. That's why they were there in Jerusalem at that time. They were doing the second pilgrimage festival. The first one being Pesach, the second one being Shavuot, and the third one doing Sukkot. Okay. So that's why they were there. That's why the Jews were there. Now, the Jews, remember, now this time, let me give some more history on this. At this time, the 10 tribes were already gone. And guess where they were? In Africa, in the continent of Africa. So here we have the tribe of Judah, tribe of Benjamin, some Levites, some priests, right? And then you have the people of the other nations. Let me go ahead and read. Let me go ahead and read. It says, out of every, it says, and verse five, chapter two, there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. All right. So we know there were Ethiopians there because and Ethiopian was leaving there and on his way back to Ethiopia to the Queen of Canada, uh, one of the festivals, right? Because one of the pilgrimage festivals. So they were coming from Babylon, from Turkey, from Rome, from all those different places where the people were going out and, 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 and taking Judaism with them. Now I call it Judaism because they made it into a religion. And, and Yeshua they, came they, and said- they, Then they say Jewish and ish means Kind of, sort kind of. of, doesn't That's mean right. authentic. We're yeah. the authentic. Right. We're the yeah. Hebrew Israelite. We're the children. Yeah, yeah. And We're so, the children so, that they speak of in the Bible. That is us, and that's yeah. why we get on here. We're not no ish. We're the children. We're, We're the, the children. Hebrew Israelite right. that they talk about in the Bible. Well, yeah. go go ahead, Rabbi. We don't we don't have to be Jewish. We don't have to be Jews. We are who we are. We are the bloodline. We have the DNA. And, and Rabbi, one thing that I always uh, say when I read this, I run across a lot of Christians who are like, you know, um, Jew, uh, Judaism and Christianity are just so separate. And one thing I always point to is this passage right here. And I say, well, look, the foundation of Christianity is all Jews, the entire foundation. That's who received uh, the Holy Spirit on Pentecost. Yeah. What you from what you call it, they were all Jews. All the disciples were Jews. Jesus was no matter how you cut it and slice yeah. it, the entire church was founded by Jews. And so there's this myth 
that like there's this huge division between the two and it's just not knowing church history. Uh, so I, I, I frequently point to this passage to say that's just not right. Uh, and what we see here is that they were from all nations. If we go down to verse number, going down to verses 9, 10, etc., they list where they're from, and you see the African nations listed right there. So you see mm -hmm. you have Black Jews, even if you don't believe in whatever, you can see it right here in the text that these folks are from Africa, from uh, all these different places, Asia, Europe, from all these different places, but they were all considered Jews. Um, and so this is a, a good proof point right here to say that, first and foremost, the church was founded by Jews. Secondly, uh they've always been jews of color since the beginning yeah and that's yeah, and that's laying it out right that's that's fact i mean it's right here prima facie evidence in your face this is the fact and and again i like when you say that we jump down here because here it is watch this now again when you see israel when they talk about jews you don't see africans in the picture when they, whenever they show, do a shot in Israel, in Jerusalem, how many Africans do you see there? You can count them on one finger. That means you're gonna see zero most of the time, none, zero. Even you can go and look at what they'll show Egypt and you won't see any Africans in Egypt and Egypt is Africa, right? But we're dealing with, again, and they were Egyptian Jews there at Jerusalem during the Feast of Shavuot or Pentecost, if you call it Pentecost. But they were there. And here again, it says here, what the Pathians, the Medes, the Elamites, these are all, you know, Asia. The, actually, you could just say these are all Asia, right? These are all, and, and, and you got, it goes on in Mesopotamia, you know, uh, Judea, uh, Cappadocia, you know, um, Pontus. Now you get the Asians, who are the Asians, right? Uh, Asia, and then you got Phrygia, Pamphylia. In Egypt, you know, Egypt had a temple that mimicked the temple in Jerusalem. It looked just like it, just smaller, a little smaller. All right. Alexandria has a great uh, library. Right. And then you got Libya. I've been to Libya, North, Northern Africa. Right. They make you think that, you know, that the, the Ishmaelites ran it, but no, no, no. Those are African, that's African, that's Africa. Those are dark, that's dark folk land, right? He says, Assyrian uh, and stranded Rome. Now you got the Romans who were there in Jerusalem, right? Them scoundrels, you know, scoundrels there. They there, them the ones that, that, that you know, you know what I'm talking about. That's, that's fact, that's fact. They were scoundrels, right? They're still, and, and matter of fact, to be honest, they're still running things. Because who's running Israel? Europe. Where those Rome, where the Romans come from? Up that way. They became Jews. And Yeshua was, what, what were you doing? He said, I know your father. Who was he talking to? You see, those religious men who were taking religion and their customs that they introduced and and, and saying that that's the word of God. And he's saying, no. And he started, he was jumping on them and telling them, you, you're not the one. I came here for the children of Israel. Uh -huh. You see, you're in here change, changing what an, our nationhood, our, our custom, our uh, Abrahamic faith into a religion. And that's not what it's about. It's not a religious 
um, uh, um, structure, if I'm gonna say it that way. It's not, it, again, it says Jews and proselytes. Proselytes are people that are just converted, just taken on, just got their circumcision or they're about to be circumcised. They're just getting into the Torah, you know, just learning. That's what proselytes are, new converts. So they're all there, people all over, and they see the beauty of, of Abrahamic faith. And by the way, uh, actually, the Muslim, the Ishmaelites operated in Abrahamic faith before Islam came on the earth, right? So they're all there, right? And they all heard, again, close proximity to the father. He allowed them to speak in different languages for all these people from all over the world to prove to them that in this close proximity at this time, he was fulfilling what Moses said earlier, he would that all would become prophets. So he heard them, they heard him, them, them speaking in their languages, prophesying to them in their native languages, even though they were not from their countries. He was fulfilling what Moses desired back in the book of Numbers. He does that. And he'll do the same thing for you. If you could operate in that closeness of proximity as he is a bestower, you being the receiving vessel or the receiving temple, you can do it. Okay, we can do it. This time of year is a reminder of the, uh, the power that we have as his children and that the power, the power of our father and the desire that he has to come down to touch us. This season reminds us that the father has a desire to be amongst us, to touch us, be in close proximity. That's what Shavuot is about. You see, receiving those commandments and receiving the gifts of the Holy Spirit is all about closeness of proximity with the Father, experiencing the awe of our Father. That's what it is. That's how simple it is. It's not about all the, the it's not about, listen, I'm going to tell you something. It ain't about eating no uh, dairy products. Uh -huh. That's one of the religious things that were introduced by the who the Jews. Uh, All right. If you talk to Ethiopia, they didn't. No, nah, no. Nah. They have a festive meal at home after they've heard the word. That's something to introduce. That's a religious thing. They make you think that that's the way. No, that's not a part of us. That's not from us. That's from the religious aspect. That's a. That's nothing wrong with it. If you want to, you know, gorge yourself on the stuff, make yourself fat and get that fat around your heart. <laughs> a little bit of cheesecake can't hurt you, but you, if you're like me, <laughs> one slice not gonna do it <laughs> i'm gonna gorge on that stuff so you got you know and then i'm gonna be miserable that's just like jerry <laughs> oh well all right my brother <laughs> my brother <laughs> we'll have to have cheesecake together then if that's the case, if that's the case. <laughs> and we'll watch each other so you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop right there i think i'm gonna have to stop right there but but because i don't want to give you too much Again, but study. Okay. Put your screen up, Rabbi. Yeah. Study nineteen and twenty, and 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 for you know, for a Shavuot or, or Pentecost, and 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 refresh your memory on why you know we do it and what it's all about. For me, 
and 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 studying the scripture and looking at it, it's about the closeness, the time when the father wants to come down and have closeness of proximity with us, you know, being in our presence, in our midst, reminding us that he is our father and he his desires is the best for us as his children. Can we remember who we are as his priest amongst the nations? We are the light of the world, right? And we can return to our status with our father. We are the prodigal children. And we're out here in the pig pen eating slop. But in our father house, even the servants, you know, ate good and dressed well. Right? I'm thinking that we're waking up right now and we're coming back. We'll realize that, hey, our father's out. And, and guess what? He's going to put a signet ring on each one of our fingers. Because we are his children. We are anointed. We are anointed, an anointed nation. We are the children of the Most High. What does he say? Israel is my firstborn son. Israel. We are Hebrew Israelites. We are Israel. We are a nation, and we have a land that is tied to us and to our Father. Okay. So I'm stopping right there. Any questions? Anything? Yeah. Any prophetical words? Amen. Anybody have any questions for Rabbi Afshalom? Well, I know that uh, what really touched me with what you were saying is we are the children of Israel and our father, just like your grandbaby, we should look like him and act like him. And so we all have some work to do, some repentance to do and in, 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 in doing that. And so that's the beginning of knowledge and, and wisdom is coming into that. And you got to think about that. And so um, anybody else have any anything else they want to add? Yeah, Rabbi, in the context of, um, you know, us understanding that we are Israel, um, I just, you know, I've been looking at this Romans 9 uh, verse. I just want to read it. And if you can help me make sense of how we put this together with what Paul said and who we are. Um, so Romans 9, starting at verse... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to read the whole thing here, starting at verse uh, 3, and I'm going to read down to verse 8. And so, and so Paul is saying here, for I would pray that I myself were cursed, banished from Messiah for the sake of my people, my own flesh and blood, who are Israelites. To them belong the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the Torah and the temple service and the promises. To them belong the patriarchs, and from them, according to the flesh, the Messiah, who is over all, God bless it forever. Amen. But it is not as though the word of God has failed. For not all those who are descended from Israel are Israel, nor are they all children because they are Abraham's seed. Rather, your seed shall be called through Isaac. That, that is, it is not the children of the flesh who are children of God. Rather, the children of the promise are counted as seed. Mm -hmm. um, and so reading through that, you know, we know that we are, are Israelites and to us belongs all these things. But it says later on that only a remnant will be saved because they won't come back. And it sounds in that it sounds to me like in that verse, what he's also saying is the ones who have faith. So even the non-Israelites, they will be considered Israel or children of promise because of the faith that they've shown. Am I interpreting that correct, uh, correctly? Perfect. Perfect. Perfect, because the same, if you go back again, go back to the Exodus when it came up, the mixed multitude, mm -hmm. right? And that mixed multitude, a lot of them, their hearts, it was their heart. It was the heart condition. And it is always, it has always been a heart condition. 
And that's one of the reasons why I say, if you can obey the commandments, because yeah, you could be an heir, but you can operate, the curse can operate in your life and you right. can miss it. And right. you forego your birthright. That's right. To a certain yeah. Extent. yeah. And, and he shows that in the, in the natural realm, when he says, if you have a wayward son that you can't correct, then you have to, he's out of the camp. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, they would kill him. <laughs> you know, they would, they would execute that son that would not line up, right? So what that's showing is that, you know, we have responsibility and we have to make a choice. It's all about choices and there are consequences for our actions. Right. Remember, uh, well, uh, most the people he, don't get this because you're not in the advanced class, but cause and effect, you know, opposites, right? All those things, those are principles that are laid down, right? But he gives us a, a, a natural way of seeing them, right? And what you're saying here is, even though you are born in the, in the family, you, you have a responsibility to obey, right? What rules there are in the father's house otherwise you're gonna you put yourself in danger out of there get the boot mm -hmm. right you get the boot so i, so I have a question i, I want to read something and see how you interpret it mm -hmm. romans 8 mm -hmm. number one there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in christ jesus for the law of the spirit of life in christ jesus made me free from the law of sin and death Mm -hmm. For what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh, that the ordinance of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. The, the, the answer is what you said in the end, right? Mm -hmm. Walk after the spirit and not after the flesh. Right. So all this stuff that, you know, what does it mean to you? I put it, what does that mean to you? What it means to me is when you take the totality of the scriptures and Jesus saying, you know, and, and John, John said, and the word became flesh and the word was God and the word was with God and the word is God. Mm -hmm. Jesus um, is part of the Godhead and salvation is only through him. So are you a part of the Godhead? No, I'm a child of the child. I'm a brother to Jesus and a child of, no, I'm not part of the Godhead. Why not? Because I'm not God. But but Jerry, can I ask you this? If the Ruach HaKodesh dwells within us and that's a part of the Godhead, if that's the thing that animates us, then what would disqualify us from being a part of the Godhead if this, if the Godhead is in us and it controls our actions? Here's what I would say. When on this earth, I still dwell in the fleshly body. I don't have on the incorruptible yet. And Paul says, you know, when you, when you go, you take off the corruptible and put on the incorruptible. Then you could say, well, the, I, won't, I won't use the term Godhead, but we will be like Jesus at that time. Now, the Holy Spirit living in us prompts us to do the will of God. But we, Paul, like Paul said, I have war in my members. I want to do what's right, but the part of me wants to do what's wrong. So there's that constant battle in us. But when we die and go to heaven, that won't be the case anymore. 
So, so um, I can't remember the exact scripture, the title, but I know the words. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are sons of God. Mm-hmm. What do we do with something like that? You know, if we are sons of God, are we not just like Messiah in that way? If we're led by uh-huh. the Spirit of God and Jerry, Messiah himself says, you will do these works and greater. Okay. How, now, how, how, how can we do those because works here's if we difference. have to come into the Godhead? Here, here's the difference. Jesus says, I can only do what my father does. And I only say what my father says. None of us are like that. But we can be. No, no calls, you're not like that. He no, calls no, us no. to be. You're not like that. You're not like that. No, you can't put that on us. You can't he calls us to be like that. You can't After the woman is caught in adultery, he says, go and sin no more. Yeah. Be sinless. See, be see. as I am. Yeah. Literally, he calls us to that, to yeah. that level of perfection. Yeah, but okay, but who can say, who can sit here and say they haven't sinned in the last year? Who can it, say that? It, it, it's not a, it's not about whether you've sinned in the last year or not, right? Because it says repentance. It says, right. when you come, you repent. In other words, I made a mistake. I'm going to straighten it out. I'm right. not going to live that way. But, but listen at this. What, what has happened is, don't folk on the other side weaponize the Bible and, 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 and eliminating you to the power that you actually have that lives in you because you are his seed. He listen, said, Israel is my no, son. Right. There's and, no and, limit. And he didn't change. I don't believe there's a limitation on me, first of all. But I do know that. You just did say that, though, Jerry. No, I just said I'm not God. But because I don't know everything, I can't be every place at one time, okay? I am not God. I mean, I know that. That's that's one side of God. That's not the totality. We have a share in this divine dance. We have. If we allow the the Ruach HaKodesh. Yes, we have part of him living in us. But you know that what the Bible says, he gave Jesus, that Jesus had a spirit without measure, right? The, the, the spirit cannot be measured. Spirit is so, spirit. So if you have the spirit, you have it without measure. There's no such thing as having the spirit with measure. You, you know okay. about electricity. Do you know anything about electricity? Yes. Of electricity? Yes. Yes. electricity, I mean, if you don't put resistors in there, condensers and things of that nature, it'll just burn everything up. Why? Why is that? Well, first of all, if you have a resistance of of not of of, then it becomes infinite. That's that's right, and and that's what we and we are the resistors. We are the resistors. The power, the the Holy Spirit is 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 limitless, but we are the resistors. But right, the Bible, Jesus said, the Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He said that. So, so if you so, know how to lower your resistance so that the spirit can operate more in you, then the more power can operate, can, can you can hold, you can, your light can shine brighter. Agree. Let me ask you this. The weaponization of the Bible. Yeah. What in John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, 1 John, what in there is not true? We pull out something. <laughs> okay. All right. That's I'm, you know, I'm glad you said that. You know. So let's go to John. You know, you'd have to you have to be reading and you have to be reading. And then as you're reading with interest, you'll find things that are not, you know, they they state them truly, but then it's not true. Okay. Yeah. It, listen to this. John 
first John um, chapter, first John five, seven. You can put it up on the screen if you want. No, we're not putting it up on the screen. Go ahead and read it. Okay. And it is the spirit that bears witness because the spirit is the truth. For these are three who bear witness, the spirit and the water and the blood. And the three agree in one. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For the witness of God is this, that he born witness concerning his son. He that believeth on the son hath the witness in him. He that believeth not God has made him a liar because he had not believed in the witness that God hath borne concerning his son. And the witness is this, that God gave unto us eternal life, and this life is in his son. He that had the son have the life. He that have not the son of God have not the life. These things have I written to you that you may know that you have eternal life, even unto you that believe on the name of the son of God. So how do we have eternal life? Well, we believe we believe in the name of Yahshua, which you call Jesus Christ. So, okay, now where are we going with this? No, no. Hold on, brother Jerry. Let, let me read one more because because we went to uh, Romans eight. So let's keep going in Romans eight and let's go to um, let's go to verse fourteen. I found the scripture I was looking for, but I want to read this because it I think it truly answers your question. For all who are led by the Ruach Halohim, these are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall again into fear. Rather, you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry, Abba, Father. Listen to this here. The Ruach himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, also heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Messiah. Now, you are a man that does real estate. What does it mean to be a joint heir? What does it mean to have joint heirship? Right, it's with Christ. And see, he, because he, you know what? It also tells you in the Bible, if you plant, just like you have to plant a seed in order to, for it to produce mm. more. So Jesus was the seed that was planted so that we could be offsprings. It says that- But Jerry, Jesus, what does okay. it mean to be a joint heir? Yes, you're a joint heir because of Jesus. Okay, but what does it mean to be a joint heir? Listen, that doesn't mean we're equal with Jesus. What does it mean to be a joint heir? Doesn't that mean equality? That mean we receive that we receive promises from God through Him. We received everything He received. To be a joint heir is to have received everything that He received. That's what it yeah, means to be a joint heir. Jesus said it like this: "I came from Him to you, and you don't know me because you don't know my Father." And he said, you must believe that I am. What, what about all the I am statements of Jesus that you know? Do, what do is he basically saying? I am. He also says, I am the way. I am the Jerry, truth. Jerry, shouldn't you be that for an unbeliever? Shouldn't you be the way, the truth, and the life to show Romans them? Romans 8 is what Jerry was reading Romans 9. Is what... So the thing is, yes, but I am not. I, I don't. Listen, Jesus' blood, he said, all power was given to the son in heaven and on earth. That is Jesus. That ain't us. That's Jesus. See, that's 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 the the truly stating, but not true. The truth is, the truth is, the truth is that all of Israel have a share in the kingdom, which means you have equal power if 
you can receive it and live in it. But if you can't receive it, then that's on you. What that's I'm saying you. is we can't- You limit yourself. Okay, when you when you get to heaven and you're asked, are you saying- I'm not going to heaven. I'm not huh? going to heaven. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to Israel, I'm going to Jerusalem. Well, when you die, you're going somewhere. When I die, it's gonna be just like, boom, like that, boom. There's no time in the spiritual realm. Those two are gone, they're already there rejoicing. Right, you're going so somewhere. When I go, I'm going straight to Israel. When you die, where are you going? Israel. Israel, the land? Yeah, Israel, the land. That's where I'm going. You know why? That's over into eternity, so it's already happened. Is what he's trying to explain. See, to you. You're thinking in, in, like a man, an earthly man. No, I'm thinking about what the Bible says. You're See, thinking you're linearly, dude. No. So you're still alive on this side, right? So yeah. it's like in the spiritual realm, it's instantly. Yes, I agree. So for them, it's already happened. What we're living so, now has already happened. So when I die, you're already there. Yes, I go straight to heaven. You right there? Well, no, you ain't going to heaven. You're going to you go. Yes, you, I am. You ain't going to heaven. You're going to Israel. No, I'm not going to Israel. I'm going to heaven. Well, well, yeah, she was okay, said the kingdom okay, is that. Okay, I, I stand corrected. You're going to heaven. Yes. That's where you're going. You. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I ain't going to argue with that. Yes. I'm going to receive that for you. And I'm yeah. going to wish you well in your journey. Thank you. Okay. In heaven. Well, well, well Brother Jerry. Is, Jesus ain't going to be there. Yes, I have a question. He's going to be with me. Yes, he is. He's going to be here he's with there. me. You better he read it. say we're read seated in heavenly places. Read That's the prophets. Read the prophet. He said he's going to uh, be here on the earth. Yeah, there will be a new heaven and a new earth. Yes. Well, I have a question. Yes. <laughs> what is the fascination? What's the excitement? What's the passion for going to heaven? What's going to happen there? What's going to happen there? Yeah. What well, right is now, so special about God, going to heaven? That's where God's throne is. That's where the throne room is. That's where Jesus is right now. But but Jerry, didn't he say the kingdom is at hand? We don't have to wait because he the represented kingdom. the kingdom. It's at hand. That means if it's at, if some if, if I have this pen at hand, that means you can right. grab it right now. I don't have to okay. wait until I die. It is yeah, here, for me right here, right now. If you yeah. should, if you're talking about going to heaven, you should be there right now, right? Well, we, in, in 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 terms of uh, duality, it says we're seated in heavenly places with Christ. But the only way, well, here's the thing. Where is the father? He, of course, he, where is his throne right now? He, he He's here as well because the earth is his footstool. Right. Yes, his footstool. Yes. But he's still, that's still him. Yes, <laughs> but his throne, his throne is in heaven. Are you trying to get to his throne? I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I want to see him face to face. You're not going to happen. You, you can't see him face huh? to face. You can't see that. You well, can the see Bible me, says the pure in us. You can see him in us. That's your face the to face. And That's the face face you're going to get. What does it mean when it says the pure in heart shall see him face to face? What is that? Okay, is your heart pure? It will be when I get to heaven. Who shall dwell in the house of the Lord? He that, but he that hath clean hands and a pure heart. Thank that was you. not talking about in heaven. That was an experience that we was having on earth. Yeah, you do know that, right? Well, well, and then when, when, when it seems, but I can understand you, Jerry. I, I understand why this might seem so insurmountable to you because it was insurmountable to the disciples at one point too. 
if you remember. Well, where do you think when when, when, that, when that rich man the, came to Yeshua and he said to him, "What should I do to be saved?" The, and he gave he told him what to do. You know, he gave him that commandment, and then he said, "All those things I've kept from my youth." And then he said to him, "Take all your goods and and you know, follow sell me. them to the poor." And then after that, what they when he went and he turned to his disciples follow and he said a few more things, they said, "Who then can be saved?" So I feel like that's where where you are, where it's like, it's impossible. Who then can be saved? And so you're like, you know, Yeshua did it all. He'll cover it yes. all. It's impossible yes. on my own. But what did he say? It is. That, that, that Yeshua true. did it all. That yes. was not to, that was not a way of escape where you do not have to walk in. Yeah, in I just, mu I must believe. I that God must says. Okay. Because what does he said? He said, with man, it is impossible. Right. But with the most high, all things are possible. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's the not an excuse. It means that you are supposed to yield yourself and surrender to God so that you can be holy, be made set apart, yes. be perfect in that so way. He, why does he the Bible holy. say he was the propitiation for our sins? Why does it say in Isaiah 53 that he was pierced for our iniquities? Why does it say he is our salvation? It says it makes it plain. Okay, Jesus. okay. Listen, that listen, allows listen, you to listen, boldly come listen, before the throne of grace without having to make the sacrifice. Yes, but understand this: what are you being judged for if he covered it all? When you listen, go, when you go so before the there, throne, there to be is judged. no judgment for those. You they just read it in Romans eight. There is no condemnation. Condemnation and judgment for, for the life you've lived are two different things. No, you're going to be judged <laughs> for whether or not you you lived out what God wanted you to live. But as far as right. getting to heaven, you only get to heaven. Jesus said it. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. So, you know, these. in fact, when they we know what they said, Jesus, the reason why Jesus got crucified is because they said he made himself equal with God. And all the scriptures that talk about, even though he was uh, equal to God, uh, I, I forgot the exact scripture, but thought it not Robert being equal with God made himself, you know, he emptied himself. What is it talking about? It's talking about Jesus is deity. He's talking about you. He's talking no, about people that believe and trust and walk in Torah. See, yeah. that they've got you. They, they, no, when they, they weaponize, yeah, when they weaponize the, the Bible, Bible, this is yeah, the Bible. They, no, no, this you're saying it out of your own mouth. You're mm. saying it out of your own mouth. With because it's true. The scripture is showing you in the, in the, all through the Tanakh, he's showing you the power that you have he as told his Moses. child. He and, told and, Moses. and if you look at Enoch, look at the life of Enoch. He walked in with not. Where is Enoch? Listen. Where is Enoch? No, no. Where God is Enoch? Told, where God is Elijah. Enoch? If, if, if Jesus is the only one that went to heaven, where is Enoch? Where did well, he we're go? We're going to find out. Hmm? No, 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 no. Well, where let me ask you this. Enoch? You should know that. If well, Jesus is if the God only one that him, went, took where is Enoch? God uh, made that choice. He took him. So, and the same so with Elijah, Elijah, right? Again. Yep. You know, but, they've, they've taken you away from the power. They, 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 no, they're they trying no, to strip you of your no, power. Well, We're trying to give you know power back. We're trying to Listen. empower you so. with the word. Okay. We want why did Jesus you. say these are scriptures? He said, you believe you have eternal life in the scriptures. He said, but if you believe Moses, you would believe me because he testified of me. Right? He wasn't, that's not just talking about, that's talking about his life. 
his death, his burial, his resurrection. Okay. So what did John 17 say? What does John 17 say about you? Let's find out. Let's see what, what does John, John 17 read. John We're going 17. to talk about the whole council of the scriptures. And it but talks about John there will be one coming. They will look upon but, him and mourn for him. In Isaiah, they will look mm -hmm. upon him and mourn for him as of the son and as, a, as of a firstborn son. And they, they, see, they, they look got on you him focusing on one fear. man. See, that's, that's how they weaponize the scripture. They have you focusing on one man when he's talking about a, his children. Jews, he, the, and you the, look at the, the lifestyle of his there. children, how they've been killed, how they're being killed and persecuted. Even the, today, his children, the, his children are still being punished okay. for something they didn't do. The, why did that. they have, let me ask you this. Why did they have, why, what's atonement? What is atonement about? What is it about? Hmm? What well, these are going interesting. Becoming you look one, at the parallel becoming, It's about reconciliation. Atonement through, is about reconciliation. And without, with what? The shedding of blood. No. Is it? No. It's not? No. There's a sacrifice. Reconciliation is about you repenting with your mouth and in your heart. Why did, why did the, why did the priest that sacrifice is, that an is animal? A, before that they is, get in to see God. That is a representative of a spiritual thing in the natural realm for yes. you. So you can understand the importance, yes. the importance of yes. every life that is created. That's what that blood is about. It's showing you the importance of life. Every life is important. Listen, That's what he talks about blood. When he talks about dumb, say, he talks about dumb, life is in the blood. He's showing you the importance of every life, every creature that has blood in it. There is an importance. So when they said Jesus that's is what the, that is. Think about this. Jesus, it says he was a lamb slain before the foundation of the world. That's you. He's, he's talking about he's, you. He's, you. You were slain before well, the foundation of the world. Well, that's too you. bad because I think. So you can't receive that. See, see, you can't receive that. No, they put, they put this shield between you and the and who you are, My, and then listen, and the shield is we're trying to remove that shield, no, but you because, won't let us remove it. No, because this yeah, goes against right. no, the scripture. Won't. It goes against the scriptures. Jesus it is doesn't the go against the scripture. It's hmm? exactly what the scripture is saying about Jesus. About you. No. Listen, when he died, and he, he why does it say he ascended and he filled, he ascended and filled. All things and all powers given to him on heaven. And why is he He's talking saying, about it, you? Okay, when Jesus said, I didn't, were Jesus' word true? Okay, were Jesus' word true? Huh? The word is true. The word if of what God Jesus, is true. If what Jesus I don't know about Jesus. About I don't know about true. Jesus. I don't know if Jesus is true because that's not even the name. That's not even the name. Okay. Now the Father's name is not even in Jesus. The Father's name is not in Jesus. Yeshua, whatever we want So you're talking about two different people now. So now you're talking about the Son of God. When you say Yeshua, you're talking the Son of God. When you're talking Jesus, you're talking about somebody I don't know. I don't know Jesus. said, well, Yeshua said he's the Son of God, right? Yeah. He was, he's true. Join Aaron. Israel is the Son of God. Yeah, yeah. It, it talks about Israel in that sense, but we're talking no, about... And not in a sense. No, 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 no. No, see, there you go. In a sense. So in a sense, he's saying that Jesus is his son. Okay. 
but he he came from the father. We came from the father. As did Israel. We came from the father. You know what? No, no, Jerry, Jerry, I have a question. I have a question. The question is all of this trying to insist, right? That um his blood basically covers all, so you don't have to 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 walk circumspectly or be perfect. No, I didn't say that. Perfect. Right. Well, that's what it's coming across as. What's this but for? No. Respectly, does but, it but let me. me okay, correct, correct me if I'm wrong. But what what is it leading to? What is the purpose of of standing on this? To do what? Because what's important is what you're putting your faith in. If you're putting your faith in yourself, the Bible says no flesh can glory in front of God. You can't. Which one you of us cannot be good. None of us are putting our faith in ourselves. None of us said that, Jerry. We've all None said we put our faith in the Father. No. Just, just as our perfect example, Yeshua did, we put our faith in the Father in the no, same exact way. No, but... The, the... And this is why I got you muted for a second, Jerry. <laughs> sit, sit on ice for a second, Jerry. And this is why people can't heal themselves. This is why people are not touching their bodies and praying and healing themselves is, is exactly what Jerry's saying. He doesn't have faith that he has any power because we've been brainwashed. He said, great is he who believe who has not seen, which means I should have more power than his disciples who he sent out. When Yahshua came back to his hometown, he said, these people just think I'm the, the carpenter's son. They don't believe. He said, so I'm going to just send y'all out. He said, we're going to have more power. If you believe it, I believe I do. I believe I can lay hands on my body and heal myself. I believe I can lay hands on whoever and God will give me. He has done it already. He has done it. Y'all see me with COVID. God had already gave me the instructions before it hit. But if you keep believing that, hey, I can do all this dirty stuff and just repent every day daily and I don't have any power, this is, this is you're going to have to change it. This is, why a, this is why you're depressed. I'm going to take Jerry off mute now. Living this at a subhuman level. Like, Yeshua is the perfect human. He showed us how to gain our humanity back. But sounds to me, Jerry, like you're accepting a subhuman level. You're not accepting your full humanity, which Yeshua was showed. Was Yeshua God? Was he God in the flesh? Weren't we made in his image and likeness? And didn't was he say, he be God holy? in the flesh or not? Well, I am holy. Well, him what, being what, God in the flesh. That is holy. critical. Jerry, are, we his, is are we his first critical. love? Yahshua, Yahshua is, is his, his first begotten son. Are we his first love? Were we his we're first supposed to be God in the flesh too. That's what we're is. called to be. We're called to be God it in the flesh. That's right. Okay. We're all, you're, all you're the That's what we're called to be from Yeshua. He is. Your way what, what to, would JC you, do? What would Jesus do, Jerry? Huh? He would keep. He would keep Torah <laughs> as he did. Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 yeah not only no, it's not just that he, he also died. He also was resurrected, which was a part of Torah, right? You just read the scripture. He was pierced, so he kept Torah by going to his death, it as was, we're supposed to do. It was for a God prophesying so about what happened to his we're, son. We're messianic. We are messianic. Okay, I'm 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 gonna leave you be. So I'm gonna leave you be. We believe in the power of Yahshua. We believe in God. 
I'm gonna pray so, for you. But does that guys. give us the pass to do whatever we want? No, nope, that's not what. That's not the issue. And then and lay down that you, night and sleep real good and say you cannot have confidence blood, but, hey, I'm in good your I, flesh. I said Jesus' name. No one, has, no one here does. Gary, no one on this line has confidence in their flesh. To believe that we have confidence in ourselves. I walk in the spirit that I will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. I pray in the spirit that I will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. I do not do things of my no, own. The, Just as Yeshua said that I do the will of the father that sent me, that is what I seek. When I come in the morning, when I wake up in the morning, that is what I'm seeking God's face for. Do not delude yourself into believing that because we believe that the two, we have to keep the Torah and because we believe that we are supposed to walk as Yeshua walked, that means that we're denying the sacrifice that he made and its value. That is not the same. Nor are we walking in the flesh. We're not saying that, Jerry. But somehow, so despite us constantly I'm saying, not critical, we're not saying that. The critical issue. This as is the, the whole, critical issue. I'm going to say this, as the host, and then I'm, I'm done. Give everybody, right. I'm going to give everybody a, a chance to talk as a host. And that's why we welcome people to come on that are, I won't say lost, like Jerry, I'm not the lost one. <laughs> but having some conflicting of, uh, I'm not the lost one. He's questioning. He's seeking that I he believe, may find. I believe what Yeshua said. So do we. I am the way. I am the truth, and I am the life. If okay, you don't Jerry, believe that, go ahead he's and give there, your summary. Go ahead and give your summary, and then we'll. Jesus go died, so so that you might have life. In Him is life. Okay. So your flesh, trying to follow the Torah, which you should, does not give you life. The life is in the sun. That's what the scriptures say. Okay, so mm -hmm. anything else, you're believing something that's not right. Isn't the you sun the Torah, Jerry? Isn't the huh? sun the Torah wrapped okay, in flesh? Jerry's, Jerry's that's done. Literally I'm literally what he is. Done. Jerry, Jerry's done. Go ahead, Minister Griff. <laughs> I, I, I have nothing more to say. We, we, we've said it all. You know, we've said it all. It's, you know, semantics. That's what that seems like to me. Semantics. <laughs> you know, because we're saying that Yeshua is is the Torah made flesh, dwelling with us, the Most High dwelling with us, and somehow it's becoming this thing where that's not you're 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 discounting what we're saying. We well, you well, no, 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 no. Okay, Rabbi, do you believe Yeshua was, what did you just say, Ms. Daniels? The Torah made flesh. No, you said more than that. You said something else. Dwelling among us. The God Torah made flesh that dwelled among us. So was Jesus God? I didn't say God. I said he was a Torah made flesh dwelling among us. What does no, he when he said Because the scripture I, I says in the word, no, let the me just word, the Torah he was made me. flesh and dwelt mm -hmm. among us. And we beheld him yeah. as Yah's only begotten son, full of grace and truth. But the thing is, I think what happens is when he says that part, as Yah's only begotten son, that's where you start playing with the, the Catholic way or doctrine of yeah. what that means. So it's not that yeah. the word isn't true. It's not that what you're reading is correctly stated. What is happening is how you're, what you're determining that to mean. And, and emphatically determine that's me, even though we keep giving you, okay, this is what it what what we see it to mean, but yeah, you're but like, you're, no, it, it means it's this. It's like a slight deviation he is, of what he is he God's said. word in the flesh, Jerry. He is God's word in the flesh. Was, did G, was, is Jesus the, the creator? living word? I, I don't know what you is, is you Yeshua just, the creator. You know, 
God no, yeah, she was not the creator. The father's the creator. Right? That's it. The father's the creator. Father's the creator. Yeah, he he created says, through Yeshua. Jerry the Lord says this. Where in the Genesis it says, it says we that he was yeah. sitting on the right hand side. We yeah. means a, a, a separate. We know the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He sent him down, wrapped up. He is the word. And he said, and then when he was on the cross. He was the separated. Was God. You be separated from yourself. You, do you the realize cross? where everybody comes from? Do you know where you came from? Absolutely. Where do you come from? The Father. Were you His in the words. creation? Were you there in the creation? <laughs> if you huh? came from the Father, were you there in the creation? Let us. You uh, had a in part the in the he created me within himself. Israel, I don't know how that part works. Listen, listen. <laughs> see, this is what we're trying to get you to see. Is when he's talking about his son, and he said, Israel is my begotten son, my firstborn son. He's telling you, he was there. We were there. You were there in the creation. He says, Awarim, the powers. You say, let us. He's talking about you. He's not, when he's talking about that, us is not me and you. That is him, his son, and the Holy Spirit. You, you can't, don't want the power, Jerry. So got you blinded. Uh, you, you don't you want the power, God. God. So you got you so out. blinded. That you can't receive no, the power. I'm not the blind one. That is well, yours. Yeshua said this. How is yours? Yeshua did say this. When I return, shall I find faith upon the earth? <laughs> so, yeah, my so faith when he returns, one. will yeah. he find faith my upon faith the earth? Or will him. people still be saying, no, I was waiting for you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, my faith is in him. And, and you know, Shabbat, that's what they do all night. They talk about the Bible. And yeah. so we're doing it yeah. right now. Yeah. And that's what they yeah. do all night, like like a slumber party. They sit there and they talk about the Bible all night. And hey. unfortunately, we don't we we're not going to do that on here. But something like this, we will be glad to sit with Jerry in a room or at a house and have the food keep going and just talk about this all night, all night. And so these are some of the things that you want to do. Um, we thank you, Minister Jerry, for your questions. We thank everybody else who joined in um, in the conversation. Um, uh, sister, real quick, can I just say this real quick? I I'm sorry for interrupting. Luke 18, 19, as after they are talking to him, good teacher, right? They said to him, good teacher, they said to him, Jerry. And then what did he reply? Why are you calling me good? Yeshua said to him, no one is good except one, that is God. You know the commandments. And he goes on. Why would he say that? Because you know what he said? He, he also, if you look in, and also in the scriptures, he said he didn't, he didn't trust himself to them because he knew the heart of men. Okay. He also tells them often when he heals someone, don't, he heals them and he says, just go do what the law says. Don't tell, don't, don't make any, because it wasn't about. But your question is. To do the father's will. And he said, I can only do what the father says. So then he's a separate we, entity. So your question is, is he God? Is he the father? No. No, I didn't say he's the question. father. You I said, is he God? Is he the father? God he, is the father. He, is he the father? What I didn't say that. He's not yeah, the father. Is he God? You I'm did say yes, he, he is, is God. No, or the he is God, father. but he's not the, the Lord, father God. God is the same he's the son God. God the son. So as are you, as are all who walk by the Ruach HaKodesh, as are you. Okay. Join air. Join air. My point is simple. The only way to get to heaven is through Jesus Christ. That's it. Anything else you want to say, you can go ahead and say. But you're not going to get there unless your sins are washed in the blood of the Lamb. That, that's that's, why, we don't, that's why we don't go out proselytizing people. 
That's why we don't prophesize. Let every man, let every man choose for himself. So you've chosen. Yes, that's the son. I've I'm chosen what you chose. The you but the son chose the father. And you rather yes. not do what he did. If yes. you, it says if you don't honor, the Bible says if you don't honor the son, you're not honoring the father. So if they the don't Bible the Bible says you can, the you can blaspheme me, but don't blaspheme the Holy Spirit. That's right. what Yeshua himself says. Yeah. yeah, and he also said if you don't honor the father, honor me, you're not so honoring you can't the father. See, so you can't accept the fact that you are his son. And they have to I, honor you the same way. Way. You can't accept I am that. not the substitutionary death of your sins. And, and, and wait, what did Yeshua say? Yeshua said, well, I say, say Jesus said, for you it says, <laughs> only my father knows. So if he's God, he knows. <laughs> am I? <laughs> <laughs> if he's God, he knows. But he says, huh? I don't know. Only God knows. Mm -hmm. He's distinguishing oh, between him and God the Father. Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is begotten of God, and whoever loves him that begot, begot love him also is begotten of him. Hereby we know that we love the children of God when we love God and do his commandments, okay? But you got to believe that Jesus is the Christ. Who doesn't but believe that Yeshua is the Messiah huh? <laughs> in this group? You no, got to believe no. that he's anointed. What that says, that believe that he is anointed. Are you anointed? It wasn't simply. Are that. you are you anointed? That's what it says. You have it to believe is. that Yeshua is the Messiah. That's what are the word anointed? Christ means is anointed. I know, I know. Are you anointed? I know, I get it. But you gotta listen, you get to heaven through his blood. Oh, going to heaven. <laughs> going to heaven. You gotta learn huh? that thing out right here. Going. What? You gotta work that out right here. Quit trying to get to heaven. That's not your where you gonna stay for a day. Listen, listen. I'm going to have you know what the word Christ means. Yes. What? It means the anointed one. It means the Messiah. All right yes. then. The so. anointed one. And brother Minister Griff, what does it say? Don't you know that you are gods? That ye are gods, right you there in the song. So are you? Is little G in that scripture? Little G. Mm -hmm. Little G. Oh, Jerry. Okay. <laughs> well, it's time well, for I time, so I gotta get off here. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. know, Jerry. Maybe something else is happening with you. Okay, so so you guys, Jesus died for no reason. <sighs> Not at all. Not at all. Why did he die? Same path that he walked. We should walk in the same path, ready to die for our faith, ready to die Why? for our faith. when he died, where did he go? What do you he mean? He said that he Same died that we know. might have life and have it more abundantly. But what, Thank is, the, you. what is the life? And that, and have so it more you don't abundantly? have life if you don't believe in his death and so resurrection. We, don't you lay down your life for your family? Listen. Don't you lay down your my life? My life cannot days? save anybody. Do you lay down your life for your family? His days? life was his he brought salvation to the world. See, the example is he gave the example of how we, he we is not sacrifice just our example. lives daily for other people. We do he's that not just because we're his not children. He gave us the example and he showed us. He, he did do that, but that's not and all And it's he not did. just one man. It's a whole nation of people. He paid he's showing the price. You, you are my priest. You are a holy yes. nation. You're a priesthood. Yes. Yes. So you're going to suffer because but you're a priest. The, the world is going to sits, kill you. He is the one. Okay, why is he the mediator of the covenant? Are you a mediator of the covenant? No, 
Jesus is the oh, mediator so you don't of the covenant teach, with the Father. You wouldn't teach people the right way? He, he intercedes on our behalf. He says you're a priesthood. You have responsibility yeah, he, to, to yes, the light to the nation. He's a that's, priest that's, that entered in. teaching the word. You got to watch. Thank you for saying that. He's a priest that entered the actual holy of holies, which we had a copy of on the earth. He entered he the did. actual holy of holies. Where did Enoch? Well, where did huh? Enoch go? Enoch was not Jesus. Jesus, you <laughs> still entered in the holy. Where did he not go? Okay. Hey, y'all. I'm so sorry. I got to hop off. It's bath time over here. Shabbat shalom to everyone. Shabbat Much love. Shalom. Gary, I'm going to pray for you, brother. I'm going to pray right. for you. Much love. <laughs> I'll see y'all next week. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you at the banquet. We'll see you at the banquet in heaven. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> for one day. <Yes. laughs> I hope that's the case. Yeah. Okay, we thank everybody for logging on. We look forward to seeing you next Saturday. Rabbi, if you can do our closing prayer, please. Uh, okay, I'm going to do the rabbinic benediction. Okay. Shalom. Where's the more explanation? Where are the other camp? May the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord be gracious unto you as follows. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. May he grant you his peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. Shalom, shalom, shalom alechem. Shalom. We thank you all so much. We're going to see you next Saturday. Log on, leave your email address, share the episode, come in and have this discussion. There may be others who have questions, uh, like Brother Jerry. We welcome you. And so we love you and we look forward to seeing you next week. Shalom. 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 Shalom.